DJ, drop a beat. Not another podcast. Not another podcast. Not another podcast. What the hell is wrong with you people? Not another podcast. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. James. I am sick and tired of everyone telling me I'm confused. Bryce. We're reckless, arrogant, stupid dicks. Big Jim. Wubble up a dub dub. <laughs> That's my catchphrase, remember? Samantha. I have one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm going to do it, okay? Dan. I don't know who you are, but I have a very particular lack of skills. I will never be able to find you. Not another podcast. Hey, what's up, folks? It's not another podcast. Shut up, James. I'm Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Best opening so far. There's the name of the name of the episode. Shut up, James. I'm Sam. Shut up, James. I'm Sam. I like it. Yeah, anyway, I'm here idiot with. It would fuck it up. <laughs> I mean, you just let it think it's time. him all the time, but you know, we all know it's you. Yeah, I <laughs> I am responsible because it's my podcast. So true. I so brought that, all you all you degenerates together. So really, blame falls with me. <laughs> Jim just sent a gif of a of a little pug puppy reaching and it says go on without me (laughs) (laughs) that's so cute and funny and now i'm sad (laughs) because we are so many emotions and we don't have a bryce either to speak of trouble times Uh, yeah yeah well um just so everyone is aware, if you're if you're not already, uh, the two voices with me that are deeper than my own are Danny and James. Hello. Hi. Lower. <laughs> How does that feel, baby? Pineapple is my safe word. <laughs> that was waffle. That was last week. Waffle's like James. the podcast. I'm Sam. <laughs> It's like the podcast safe word. So when something's like just too much or like we sh- probably shouldn't air that. It's waffle, waffle. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. We don't have a kill switch. Yeah, this right. Podcast has no safe word. It's waffle. We this have a step. Podcast is in- the safe word. <laughs> Not we another podcast. Waffle. It is canon within our universe. <laughs> so uh, I technically thought, wouldn't our safe word be humane apple pie? No, that's our catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's Why the can't go it be word. Both? That's the go Why phrase. <laughs> go phrase. Humane apple pie. Humane apple pie. Get in there. <laughs> Put that apple. Wait, what? <laughs> that apple goes where? <laughs> Where did you know. get that apple? Mm, well, it, it came out of salty. here, so it's going to go there. <laughs> smells a little like let's, fish. Let's see if we can transition with no hands. <laughs> bookmark. So hard. <laughs> oh, all the bookmarks. <laughs> so, um, today I thought, because we've, uh, last couple weeks we've had a little, like, a lot of political garbage going on. There's people being stupid and people continue to be stupid. Um, 
definitive unequivocal proof has come out of certain things that Giuliani has done and that Trump has done, but nothing will ever come of it. We know this. It's depressing. So <laughs> they're criminals. You don't. I know. I know. I am shocked. So at you a left field should like, absolutely be shocked. If left field was on the right side, because clearly it's kind of low hanging. This sounds like leftist propaganda to me. And <laughs> I am very triggered. <laughs> oh no, Shira! Damn it! Okay. Well, I will. Um, did the dog leave you a present? <laughs> Do you no. need a minute? <laughs> I said, need a minute, guys. <laughs> so, um, I have a foam dog bed, and I took the cover off of it to wash the cover, and Shira just started nesting in the foam, and her nails are. Took a chunk out of the. Nice, nice. <sighs> anyway, that's okay. Uh, we'll put we'll put the cover back on it, and it'll be fine. They'll still lay on it. Not a big deal. Anyway, so <laughs> over the depression of the state of our world and our society, and the downfall thereof, I thought we would talk about more wholesome topics today. So, like, um, exactly like that. You know, there's nothing more wholesome than a good burp. Yep. Brought to you nice, by a nice apple pie. <laughs> That's funny. A nice pat on the back. So, you know, bleh. so um, <laughs> just like, I don't know. I, I had a specific idea in mind and then it left my brain because there was other chit chat that was happening. And then I was getting into that conversation. I totally forgot. And um, so, but things like, um, have you rescued an animal? Uh, like um, one of the things that I was that I was a part of when uh, I was working at large evil corporation, there was a kitten that was stuck in a storm drain. <laughs> Poor oh. little baby. So me and two other people got it out. And uh, one of the guys is like, man, I always wanted a cat. So he took it home and um, but found out upon when he took it to the vet that it does belong to someone. So he did return it. So the kitten went back home and it was very Ugh. nice and didn't drown in a storm drain. So <laughs> um, so I thought we could have like wholesome story time. Fair. James is like, I have no wholesome story. I am an evil person. I am an awful human being. <laughs> My heart is shriveled and blackened. Well, what what is really funny, okay, so living overseas in Europe, uh, there you, when you have a beggar come up to you, don't give them money because they have money of their own. They have their own jobs or they sent, or um, a lot of times, like when I was living in Italy, uh, the locals told us, don't give the kids money. They have money. Do not give the kids money. So when you're living overseas, do as the locals do. And I was like, yeah, okay. So not giving them money. And I, I always felt kind of bad. But then one day I saw this little girl who's out with her brother all dirtied up. And the next day she was getting ice cream with her friends and all like these nice like name brand clothes. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so exactly <laughs> so. like here. <laughs> well i don't know about here but uh, i have so, a hard no, time so yeah uh, i don't give not too long ago there was a uh pretty big news story about uh panhandlers and uh this reporter uh saw this specific guy at this place every day but his sign kept changing 
So he decided that he would kind of wait around and follow the guy. And when the guy decided he was done at the corner, uh, he followed the, the panhandler like three blocks away where he got into a brand new pickup truck. So <laughs> I will concede that although that story is very common, um, as you know, I had heard a variation of it where some dude was uh, a lawyer who got fired from his job and decided he didn't want to tell his wife. So he went out and he panhandled for the time he would have been in the office. And for like four or five years, the wife couldn't tell, couldn't tell the fucking difference. And in and of itself, it's like, I find stories like that hard to believe a, because I heard it online. Um, and <laughs> yeah, B, right. Because it's one of those things where it's like, yes, I know that there are people abusing the system. There always are. But there are genuinely people who are in a mental place where they don't believe that there is any other option. And then you have the other ones who just refuse to be a part of normal society. And then you have the third, which are people who are mentally unstable to a point where they really genuinely don't have much in the way of an endeavor as far as they can see or as far as anyone else is concerned. And <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I'm not writing an excuse for the people who abuse the system because fuck those people. Um, but it's kind of one of those things where I understand that there's for every one story of some asshole fucking the system, there's probably three people who are genuinely homeless and are just yep. down on their luck and having yep. a hard run of it. That being I, said, I will concede that I don't carry cash on me. So yeah. I'm basically fucking useless to them because I don't <laughs> have anything on me. I'm like, yeah, here's oh, a dime. Shit. Here's a dime that I dug out of my car. I, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't carried cash in like, over 20 years. So, uh, but I'm with you, Danny. I think, I think there's two classes of homeless. I think there's the people that are down on their luck and, and, yeah. you know, have found themselves in bad situations. And then the other side of that are people who want to be homeless. They don't want to be part of the system, you know? And so they, they do what they have to do to get by. There's, and in that class, you can break it down even more. There's people with, with mental issues. There's people, you know, there's all kinds of stories out there. I, I'm not saying that. Right. The ones who are down on their luck and actually want to get out, those are the people that I want to help. The problem is, is you have no idea. And it's even worse because the people who want to be homeless are actually the more convincing if you sat down with them to hear their story uh, because they've, you know, they practice it. They know how to pull at the heartstrings just enough to get the money they need for food or drugs or whatever it is they're looking for at the time. So, you know, I just, I've always felt that if you are down on your luck, if you're homeless and you want help, there are places to go. We have, we put tons of money into programs that help. Some people, though, unfortunately, are just too embarrassed to take part of those programs. Yeah. But the thing, again, though, you can't help them if they're not willing to take advantage of, you know, what's out there to help them. 
it sucks. I've almost been homeless a couple times in my life. It is the worst feeling in the world. It's it. There's so much stress. There's so much fear. It's, it's terrible. So the people who do end up homeless, I, I, I feel your pain. I understand how you're feeling, but you, you do have to kind of get over yourself to get yourself back on your feet. I mean, that's just how it yeah. is. Have you guys seen this new trend uh, for younger people who are now, because rent is so high, they're living in their cars. They're actually yeah. making their cars. Like I've seen YouTube there's, videos um, on it. Yeah. There's a, Ryan just told me about this guy yesterday. He, he does the um, stealth camping and he blacks out his, his car windows yeah. and all this and like, and just like moves around every night. And yeah. he, he makes his whole YouTube channel on, he's got like a million, 2 million followers. Um, so, I mean, he's making some money too. So not a whole lot. Cause YouTube doesn't pay shit, but it's just like every little bit helps. Yeah. But I think there's actually a group of people that I enjoy. I like the people that are honest about it, that are backpacking. Maybe they're taking a summer off between, you know, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter, but sort of like the into the wild group. Um, and they're totally honest. Like, Hey, we're trying to get here. Could you spare a few bucks? And they're not begging. They're not pretending anything. They're just like, Hey, what? we're doing this. I ran into a couple guys like that when I was living in Washington state because it's Washington. So of course they're there. Um, and they had a dog with them. So I was walking Essie one night and ran into them. They were, uh, there was an, a, a, like a business building, just one floor that didn't have anyone in it. So it was abandoned or was waiting for a lease. So they're sleeping under the awning in there in front of the doors. And I was like, uh, their dog was friendly. And so we said, hello. And then I, you know, walked the dog and I was like, man, those guys don't have any pillows. And we had extra pillows um, that we weren't using. So I grabbed two of them. And my boyfriend at the time, who's a psychopath was like, blah, no, blah. but uh, I, he went away and I was like, were those his actual words or that's all I ever hear verbatim. when he spoke. So it <laughs> didn't really it matter. <laughs> like his words just didn't matter to me. Um, so I took the pillows to the guys and then they were still around in the morning when I woke up and they were because one of the guys was asleep. So he was like, oh, thanks for these. And the guy woke up. He's like, man, I thought I woke up at a Ritz Carlton. I was like, oh, so it was just really sweet. And they were they were really cool dudes. Their dog was super friendly because it's like, oh, they have a dog. They, they must be nice. But they were just like, nope, we're just we're backpacking cross country. I was like, that's cool. That's fair. Enjoy. And if you have, a, you know, so I like it when people are honest. Like, yeah. if you tell me this is what I want, can you spare this? I'm probably more likely to give you something if it's not for drugs <laughs> um, than I am if you're like, because I've been sort of conditioned not to believe you. True. Yeah. You know, and it's weird, too, because when I was a kid, um, I don't even honestly remember what got me thinking about this. Um, but I must have been probably circa, I don't know, I was maybe eight or nine years old. And when I was a kid, I, I used to get weird little tangents where it's like, fuck, I want to do something. I got to go do. Uh, one time I saw a sword in a magazine. I was like, I want to buy that. I don't have any money. So I walked downstairs. I was like, man, I need the lawnmower. She's like, okay, bring it back. Okay. Went out fucking ask people to mow yards, came back. I was like, I have money for a sword. Can I buy it? And she goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Still gonna. <laughs> Dude, no. 
But it was one of those things where I, I got on a tangent when I was younger that I, I just, I don't know, I, I felt like an overwhelming sense of charity needed to happen. So I went to all my neighbors because I lived in, you know, kind of a quiet street, knew all my neighbors kind of shit. And for the most part, and I just asked them if they had spare blankets, just extra blankets that I was going to give out. And they were like, sure, here's a bunch of shit we don't use anymore. I was like, fucking cool. So I went around door to door and uh, my mom gave me a lift to and from all the houses and things like that. And I think we collected like five or six garbage bags just loaded up to the nuts with comforters and blankets and, you know, stuff like that. And we were like, okay, cool. We're going to go down and we're going to donate these uh, just on the far side of the Burnside bridge. Cause for us back then, that was really the congested area of homeless people. And so we went there after we had washed all the blankets, you know, my mom ran them all through the wash and dryer and uh, we took them down there. And we walked into the place where all these people were kind of collective around uh, because I believe it was the Salvation Army, I think. I, I honestly can't remember. But my mom went in and she came out and she was like, they're not going to let us donate these to these people. And I was like, well, that's some old bullshit. So what we did was we walked outside with all the bags to all the people who were just standing out there. And we were just like, hey, uh, free blankets, yo. Take what you need. Mm -hmm. And we cracked open the bags and they just got after it. We got back in the car and that was it. Yeah. There's um there's a chart and I, I believe they update it every now and then. I would need to find it again, but it's a list of all the charities and like the percentage that actually goes to the charity they say there and the percentage that goes to the owners. And I believe Salvation Army has one of the worst ratios. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was, yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> Again, and it was one of those things where I really enjoyed it and I had a great day. I felt pretty good mm -hmm. about it. My mom was happy with me because I did something nice for literally no fucking reason. Um, and I mean, stuff like that continued into adulthood. I mean, like the wife and I, the last couple of years, we really haven't had a plan for our anniversary. So we started doing this thing where, you know, originally Josie was like, Hey, for our anniversary this year, can we donate like $50 worth of food to the sunshine division? It was like, sure. I'm good with that. And so we went to the store and we were looking at the list of stuff that they were needing, you know, canned vegetables, canned food, stuff like that box stuff. And uh, yeah, as we were walking through the store, I was like, well, they need this. So we ended up doing about $150 worth of canned food and stuff like that. And we went down there, we dropped it off. <laughs> it was kind of funny at first because we pull up and we pull up to the door and the lady inside. Now, this was last year. So during COVID, mm -hmm. uh, we pull up to the door and we walk up and she just kind of leans out and she goes, what's your uh, address and your name? And I was like, no, no, no. Oh, you misunderstand. We're dropping off, <laughs> not, not picking up. And she went from just irritated look to, oh, awesome. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, victory. So we've been calling it our charity and charcuterie anniversaries. So oh, basically cute. we'll donate food. We'll go buy a bunch of really nice cheese. We'll go home, drink a bottle of wine, eat cheese and watch stupid movies. And it's just kind of been our jam. And you guys are the only people in the world outside of Josie and I that know that we do that. 
And that's kind of the way I like to keep it for the most part, because it's like when I do something nice, I don't go to social media and do the Mm -hmm. selfie. I don't, I feel like it invalidates the charitable act when all you're seeking is a pat on the back for doing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I totally agree. And like, I, wasn't thinking of this idea for like a topic as something like for us to toot our own horns. It was just like, I thought there was something sweet we could talk about. Um, You know, that's like, there are good things to do in the world. You know, uh, the news really brings me down on like a daily fucking basis. So it's just like, it's like a nice um, reminder that there is light in this world. You can be it and go find it. (laughs) Now I will concede that of all the things I've tried to do in my life that I consider charitable, the only thing I ever really boast about, and it's kind of personal for me is I am a 13 gallon donor at the red cross. So it's like 13 gallons of my human liquid have gone through that place and have hopefully helped somebody out. So again, that's the one thing I'm proud of because I was shooting for the 55 gallon club, but after like three years of almost nonstop donations, I started getting sick after every donation mm. where my stomach would turn and I just would feel like dog shit for the next like two or three days. So I had to put a stop to it for a while. At some point I'll get back to it and, you know, feel comfortable and healthy enough to get back into it. Cause I want to reach that 55 gallon club. <laughs> I, it's remember, exclusive. I remember a long time ago, um, someone telling me, that if you have tattoos, you can't donate blood. And I was like, well, what? <laughs> so Okay, so that rule clearly wasn't a problem. No, yeah, no, it's it's not. It doesn't do anything. But I remember someone just like, and this was before wide, like super widespread internet. So, I, you know, you had to dig a little bit to find these answers. <laughs> um, it was earlier days of interwebs. And uh, I was like, I don't think that's true. And she was it's, just so adamant about it. And I was like. If it was so. recent. No, it yeah. was it was like 10 years ago. No, no, no. I mean, if you recently got a tattoo, then that is valid. Um. Secondly, they want to make sure that you got a tattoo through a licensed professional and not no, some asshole's garage who probably gave you tetanus. Yeah, um, right. Stuff like that where they basically tetanus want too. to make sure. Go ahead. <laughs> tetanus too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. It, it, that's basically their rules. If it was a recent tattoo that you just got, then yes, you can't donate for a while. But give it like three or four months and you're fine. Okay. Uh, do you, so, like, uh, ever? you tattooed, you're good. So yeah, I have, um, I typically, both my wife and I, uh, we tend to, to feed the strays, the stray cats, especially the ones that look like they, they aren't getting a lot of food. There was, uh, for a long time, there was a, a cat that we would call Hokey because its tail, the tip of its tail looked like it was uh, broken. Crookshanks. Oh, um, we we knew this cat actually had owners, but they were not taking care of them. They still live in the apartments uh, that we do. Um, this cat was miserable, but 
she loved my wife and I. Anytime mm. she would see us, like even across the courtyard, she would come hauling ass because she was going to get attention, but she was also going to get food. So um, we saw her not that long ago and we hadn't seen her for like months. And then she like showed up out of nowhere and she was in a bad way. Oh, poor and, baby. and we had already gotten danger and we just kept talking about how we should have just taken that cat because the owners clearly didn't care for it. Oh, um, yeah. There's a cat in our neighborhood that were like that, too. <laughs> but there's a there's a few. There's there's a couple that um, are so skittish you can't say hi to them. But there's a couple mm-hmm. that are super, super friendly. And those are the ones that we tend to take care of because they trust us enough to, you know. Uh, but that's how we ended up with danger because we would do that and we would let them in the house for a little bit until they were ready to go. Danger came in the first time, didn't leave. <laughs> he was like, my new digs, man. Right. So we pretty much put a stop to take. <laughs> Otherwise they're going to be overrun eventually. Um, Cats um, but actually the most, um, the thing I'm most proud of, but I've never, ever really talked about because like Danny, I I didn't do it because, you know, I was going to get any sort of accolades. I did it because it was the right thing to do. And it scared the shit out of Brie. And because she's here, she could probably tell you her <laughs> end of it. So this was before Montana. This was this must have been in my second year of unemployment after working at KUFO. And I was miserable and each week we would go to her folks' house and I would look for work while she would do laundry. And it was just depressing because at the time her, her, my in-laws were giving me a lot of crap for being without a job. What they, they have since realized is that there were no jobs at that time. There was, there was nothing. I couldn't, I couldn't get a job at McDonald's. You know, I was in that weird situation where it was like, I'm, underqualified or overqualified and no one was Mm, hiring that's so annoying so um so yeah it was just it was really weighing me down so we're we're coming back from her folks house and i'm just just miserable and as we we were going down the street i saw something that was just like it just was weird so i like i scream at brie to stop the car and i jump out and i run back and it was uh, an elder gentleman who had fallen out of his wheelchair and couldn't get back up. And mm-hmm. at least three cars before us had passed him by. Two cars coming out of the corner that he had fallen on where they had to stop. So they clearly saw him and they just went on. So I ran about a block down, back down the street and helped this poor guy back into his wheelchair and back onto the sidewalk. And I was really proud of that. It was like, that felt good. That felt really good to help someone like that, especially seeing all these people just pass by and, and like essentially ignoring him. It was like, that's fucked up. So, but yeah, about halfway into getting this guy back up, Bree finally brought the car around. <laughs> Like, wait, what? What the heck's going on? Because I just bolted <laughs> out of the car and just ran and just left her there going, What? what is this how he leaves me? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, well fine. Good enough for your parents. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I'm changing the locks on our apartment. Good luck getting your shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, it it kind of lifted my spirits. And I, I totally believe in karma. I believe that if you put good stuff out there, you do good stuff, good stuff comes back to you. It may take some time, oh, yeah. but yeah, that, that sort of stuff, you know, comes back. So No, I totally agree. Um, I remembered my specific story that led me to this idea. <laughs> you broke the internet? No, that no, was no, your good thing. Goodness. That was my good deed. It's it's all down now. Um, so you all can be free. You are released. Uh, Thank you, Samantha. <laughs> Thank you. So um, this was on the other before... side. Who am I bookmark now? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you can bookmark Danny. You guys live in the same area. <laughs> so I have bookmarked it. It's not as gross. It's not as gross. It's not as good, but it's not you know. as good as say like bookmarking Jim. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he's so bookmarkable. Oh that that Bigfoot picture we got from Drew, I mean. <laughs> that's that's the bookmarkiest bookmark that ever bookmarked. That's in the history of bookmarking. In the history of bookmarking. Which <laughs> began when this podcast began. So um <laughs> so, <laughs> we should like come up with a glossary. Of, like, you know, that should be our new t shirt is just bookmark it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We just get a bookmark. No one knows except for people pan. who listen to the show what that means. That's so if you showed up somewhere wearing a bookmark it shirt, they're like, like I'm bookmarking you right now. <laughs> just walking around a Barnes and Noble with a bookmark it shirt on. <laughs> yeah, right. And they're like, Oh my gosh, you're so like like if you knew where it originated from, you would not find this cute, ma'am. Is that bookmark? You know, the fuck out of you, you know. <laughs> Yep, if you know, you know this. That's on the sleeve. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are like, the other sleeve oh. says, "Check drip pan." It's <laughs> <laughs> a reversible so hard. Yeah, there you go. Or like you, it's, it's <laughs> oh no, it's just say check drip pan on the on the front, <laughs> and then you lift it up like the T Rex shirt, and it says bookmark. Yeah. <laughs> That's our new Front says yeah. check drip pan. The back says I'd bookmark it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know you I like it. I love it. <laughs> I want some more of it. <laughs> so I was thinking, I really want a t shirt that says bookmark. <laughs> oh, we can whip that up real quick. So <laughs> Was that, that the safe word? I couldn't remember. That was the safe. That means we stop. Okay. Yeah, that's the kill switch. Sam was trying to tell us a story. Damn it. Sorry. I keep getting Slack notifications, even though I'm closing my Slack, and I just hear shameful. Shameful. Ears. Anyway, it's been a distracting day. So, um, cool. Um, so when I was when I was getting ready to go to college, not the Navy at this point, not even had not even left from the military at this point. I thought I was going to be going to another state. Uh, I was going to be going to the school and um, I went and got a bunch of dorm stuff. It all fell apart because my dad's a dick. So that's a whole nother story that we're not going to talk about today. So um, things fell through. But that's neither here nor there. So I got a bunch of stuff for like the dorm and da da da. And I was with my boyfriend at the time and um, we're at a Target. And they're like, oh, do you want a Target card? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then we could put it all in there. It would have been like my first department store card. And I got declined because I didn't have, you know, built up enough credit to get that because I'm a teenager. So 
that's fine. But then I, then we just left the store. And then I realized we left without paying for anything. <laughs> because this was back in the day when you couldn't sign up at the cashier. The cashier would send you to the um, customer service desk. And that's where you signed up for the card. And then they see if you approved. And then, and then uh, when it wasn't, because again, teenager. Uh, and then we were like, okay. And then we left with the stuff. No alarms went off because it was all scanned. We didn't pay for anything. Free so stuff. I felt so bad. And I was racking my brain. I was like, oh my gosh, should we take this back? I don't know. And my boyfriend's like, I don't know. I mean, if you want me to turn around, we can, but I need to just keep it. And so I was like, I can't. And then I felt really bad. And I took it back. You could have just said, Hey, y'all scammed this. I was planning to pay for it. How about we do that? This well, I didn't around? realize that we didn't. Pay no, see, for what it. you do is you go back to Target and you just stand in line and then you pay for other people's stuff until you've paid for the amount of stuff that you bought. <laughs> That's lame. I just went back and paid. That's some cool <laughs> so Hamill. I was, yeah, I was like, oh man. But that was what initially I was like, let's talk about nice things. <laughs> nope, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of the time, you know, it, it, again, the charity aspect of my existence is not something I like well known. And I'm probably going to try to keep it that way. Yeah. Um, just because it's for me. Um, the only thing well, I ever try to do. Be. When you when you. Yeah do acts of charity it shouldn't be because oh i do this so you know i'm awesome it shouldn't be that you should you know volunteer or give money yeah. or whatever it is that you do because that's what your heart tells you to do and that yeah. should be the end of it you you get that feeling you go do whatever it is and then you go home and Enough for said. me the only thing i ever try to do that is more person to person impactful is I've, I've, I've tried really hard in my adult life to be as much of an active listener as possible, all the while trying to help troubleshoot for people. So I know a lot of the times I end up being the devil's advocate and that, you know, tends to derail me, particularly here. But that's just because, you know, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where I that's kind of my jam. That's my go-to. It's like when I'm talking to someone and something's bothering them, it's like, dude, what's bothering you? You know, let me know, you know, talk to me. I may not be able to help, but fuck, I'll do my best. You know, I'll troubleshoot from a third party point of view. So you can hear it from somebody else and maybe it might work. Maybe it won't, but either way I got you, you know, it's the smallest thing I can do for the people that I love. And the people that are closest to me, because honestly, I know that when things get shitty and it gets really difficult, I really have appreciated every one of my friends who have, you know, stepped up and been like, hey, dude, what's going on? You know, how you doing? And for me, it's hard because I've tried to be everyone else's therapist so for a long time i don't tell people what's wrong because i'm more concerned about how you're doing and i don't want to unload my bullshit on you because then that adds to your bullshit and 
for me, it's a, it's a cognitive problem I have. And I know that, you know, a lot of my friends share the same disposition, but it's really nice when you have somebody to just actively listen to what's going on, you know, how you're feeling about shit. And then to offer, you know, input as to, well, you know, if this is this and this is this, maybe you should think about this because honestly, that's incredibly helpful. And again, it might not register in that moment, but it'll register a day or so later. And I'll go back and go, you know what? Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. And that's the smallest bit of, you know, human kindness that I can offer. But to me, it means a lot. Well, and that's a lesson I think anyone and everyone can and should take is that just be kind to each other. There's zero reason like this uh, hate and dislike for other people for completely ridiculous reasons. Just just be nice. Be polite. It's don't a waste of Thank you. <laughs> right? Just don't be Please. a dick. We've been saying yeah. that from the beginning of this show um, 10 years ago. By the way. We are very close to celebrating our 300th episode. This pathetic piece of shit show has been on for 300 episodes. Be kind. Be nice. This piece of shit here. This fucking terrible train wreck of a podcast. These fuckers. Look, one of the things I I always strive to be is to be honest. (laughs) So I'm going to be honest about this show. Uh, and we we've talked about it on the show before we we got on on the ground floor before podcasting was as popular as it was and we are still relatively unknown we don't have a lot of listeners we're, we don't have a lot of we have absolutely no star power drawing people in the reason this show works and the reason we have continued to do this show is because of the friendships. Uh, it's, it's five people who come together and vent about whatever is bothering them. Uh, some of us have been friends for, for fucking ever. Uh, and some of us are relatively new, but there is a, a bond between everyone who comes on the show. And that bond is that, we all we all share similar ideas and ideals and when we come together it is it is old friends getting together having a laugh or two over a few drinks that's what this show started out to be that's exactly what it is today and i'm very proud of of it even though it's a steaming pile of shit <laughs> um I don't think it's a steaming pile of shit. (laughs) Positive self-talk. I am, I am very proud of this show and it's largely due to the other four personalities that help make this show work the way it does. And it's, it's largely because of the four of you that on days I can't make it, I'm fully comfortable with having the show go on, you know, uh, I, I, you guys are fully capable of not only the technical side, but keeping the conversation going. Um, so yes, even you, Danny, I fully believe that if we sat down and taught you, you could run this bitch. Yeah, it's not hard. <laughs> if Bryce can do it. I is am's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> 
the episode. <laughs> um, so I just, we, we haven't figured out what we're going to do for the 300th episode and we might actually take a week off before it. So to make sure that everyone can be on it, because I do want to have all five of us, we may have to record it on an off day to make sure all five mm-hmm. of us are on it. But, um, and, and like I said, we haven't figured out what we want to do for it yet, but we, we do want to do something. This, it's a milestone that does need to be celebrated, you know? And I'm so. tickled sideways that I got to be here on the 200th episode. So that means you assholes have put up with me for at least a hundred episodes. Yeah, that is an we achievement. Thinking. And if charity is what we're talking about, there is none higher than putting up with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Samantha, just the... Yeah. <laughs> Might need to reassess your life goals there, Sam. Is that what it is? I see how it is. <laughs> I'm still going to bookmark you, but whatever. You know. Well, I'm a bit of a voyeur, so I'm cool with that. So, <laughs> exhibitionist. There we go. No, that's the word. Yeah, we've um, all seen the pictures. He's the voyeur. I mean, I would be the exhibitionist. Um, anyway. No. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I do want to, and this goes out to both Jim and, and Bryce, yeah. especially because without Bryce, this would not have happened. Well, uh, and fuck, I wouldn't be here without Bryce. So uh, I want to, from my heart, I want to thank all four of you guys for coming on and being a part of this. Shucks. And, and, you know, making it to 300. And let's see if we can make another 300. Heck yeah. I think um, one of my favorite bits about this, and I've said this before, I think I think I said this at the last like anniversary show, right? Is that I've only met one of you in person. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, James. Shut up, James. I'm Sam. She is so hot in person, Danny. <laughs> Banking on oh, it. God. Banking <laughs> on it too. You gotta lose some more weight before I go out. To- Portland, damn it! No, so, um, no, where's yeah. the treadmill? Where's the- <laughs> Likes a little junk <laughs> in all the places. Cushion for the pushing. So, um, one of my—I mean, I would absolutely consider like all of you some of my closest friends. Like, I could tell you guys anything, and I have only met you in person once, or like only met one of you in person, and that just blows my mind. And that's just the power that internet has and the connection that people have, like, you know, I, you know, I, I adore Brie and I'm so happy that hi honey. And I'm so happy that like a lot of wives don't like me. (laughs) A lot of girlfriends don't like me. Um, because of the and boobs. We discussed it. it. It's because of the boobs. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know how like uh, a guy makes your girlfriend, wife, significant other laugh and then they're oh, uncomfortable I, because oh it, so it's the same thing because i can talk to the guys i can be one of the guys i'm witty and funny um that sailor personality Sam, come out kind of yeah so it's like i can throw down with with the best of them and I, you know but i can equally go out with the ladies it doesn't matter i mean we're all human so it doesn't matter but um well I it also, shouldn't matter but exactly i also grew true. up with with you know if you weren't witty like you kind of you got steamrolled so <laughs> you should oh my gosh my two other best friends are just are just nuts so it's like if you didn't keep up 
it just was something I wasn't going to work out. But so yeah. that always threatens a lot of women and wives and girlfriends. And some of my closest male friends have had awesome wives and girlfriends that I get along with and that I am also friends with. And I'm like, yay, comfortability. <laughs> I don't want to oh, be yeah. your husband. I promise. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's nice. <laughs> well, and that's the beauty part, you know, for me in general, because It's kind of one of those things where, in hindsight, being what it is, uh, high school, I had a lot of options that I was blissfully unaware of <laughs> because I didn't care. You know, it, it was one of those things where, for me, I, I, I'm very much like you. I treat people like people. So it's like, if you're a good personality, I'm going to talk to you. And it's like, yeah. whatever. And for me, that that I love about the people I surround myself with because there is no such thing as a sexual threat for me because I don't think of people that way. Genuinely. I know I joke a lot about how much I bookmark all your stuff, but in all fairness, Sam, it's like I have only ever had eyes, thoughts, and body for one. Exactly. And that's adorable. And some height, but that's unreasonable. Well, who doesn't? So, you know, <laughs> exactly. I mean, come on. That's a little hands and proof. Okay, I, I think just... even Bree's on board with that. Okay, but, I call bullshit on James going, mm, no, because I just, like Ryan and I just watched um, From Dust Till Dawn like a week ago, and that movie like had me questioning my sexuality, and it still does. Like, I'm watching, I'm just like, oh my God. Dude, Desperado. <laughs> fuck real <laughs> i'm not saying she's not hot she's totally hot she's just not my kind of hot yeah, yeah so whatever. whatever takes all kinds i guess memoirs of a dead penis <laughs> dibs on the band name is that name of your porno <laughs> he's got a yes long it is list. yeah I, brie will tell you i have a very long celebrity crush list and <laughs> as do i no okay so ryan's standing right there and i was t- i was talking about um <laughs> he can't see him so i was talking about um i don't believe you um, they don't believe you he's 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 such nice come on don't be camera shy nobody on the podcast is gonna see you let's give us the tummy come on give me something show me no, he's, a side he's walking away something. um but sure I was, uh, he is. Uh-huh. Oh, we saw something with we saw something with Henry Cavill in it. And I was like, it is like it's stupid how hot this guy is. And I am very attractive to like the buff dudes. And Brian was like, Fuck, I gotta start working. Uh-huh. Out. Uh-huh. Another buff bald guy, huh? And I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like what do you like about me i'm like you're funny and you treat me well and i love you and i you're so cuddly and you know, <laughs> i'm like okay there's physical attraction then there's like life did you, like did, love you did you give like, him that line of like you can't cuddle with muscles they're too hard oh bullshit. God, no. <laughs> did, that's did not. bullshit it is bullshit. Oh, okay. So honestly, one of the best cuddlers was uh, the string bean that I dated when I was younger. Like skinny string bean. Was not that Olive Loaf Olive guy? Olive Loaf. No, Damn not it. him. Damn it. Well, this one doesn't have a nickname because he's one of the good ones. Yes, he does. We're Apparently. still friends. String bean is just... oh, okay, I see. How oh, yeah. Is. String bean. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so string bean is a good dude. We're still friends, actually. He just got married and is very happy. I'm very excited for him. Nice. So one of the funnest things about Sam that 
I, I really love when we first became friends was she was always telling me about hot something guy that she had a thing for. And it was <laughs> hot black guy, hot British guy, hot, you know, it's <laughs> so whenever she'd start talking about a, a, a guy, I was like, okay, which one is it? Is it hot black guy? Is it hot? And now she's got, I, I've learned there are so many more nicknames. Olive oh. loaf, string bean. <laughs> Dating is annoying. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, I've been very grateful to the fact that I don't have to do that. Mm. I try, and that's I why I work so life has been perfect. Ah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, fuck you guys. I ain't going to apologize for being perfect. <laughs> And when I tried online dating, I wanted to murder everyone. I just couldn't deal with it. <laughs> oh, I know it's successful stuff for some people and that it definitely has a place in the world, especially nowadays. But yeah. I, I just. Oh well, here's the, here's the thing about because I did online dating before. Yeah, Brian we found your profile. Yeah, that was weird. On the air. I completely <laughs> forgot that I had one. <laughs> nice. Because by that time I had been with Bree for a number of years. So you but um. Yeah, um, it is such a way to make money off of men. Because most dating sites, at least when I was doing it, most dating sites, it was free for women. They could access everything. But guys had to pay like 20 bucks a month or more. Yeah, well, Ryan just said just that. Just to um, send messages. Online dating is way harder on women than it is on men. So for the emotional scarring, that's probably I, why the yeah, accounts I, are free. <laughs> You're going to be more fucked up when you're done with this. But you're going to have a great sense so of humor. <laughs> everything's free. You hope so. Guys yeah, right. are just horny fucks looking for a quick lay. 20 bucks a month. <laughs> See, and I, I guess. And half the thing for guys, half the half the messages and shit we get that they try to use to entice you to pay 20 bucks because you can't get your messages unless you pay. And if you pay, you find out all the messages are garbage. There's there's no, you know. They're finding, bots, probably. Finding real women to date for guys is a challenge. And then when you find someone, they're already emotionally fucked up because <laughs> they've been online dating. There's a there's this girl on TikTok who does these uh these like green screen backgrounds and she reviews like in like like these guys just the craziest bunch of incels um but she reviews people's profiles and actually be kind of fun to do. oh it's hilarious because she's like all right my guy like what what's going on here because he's like looking for a, looking for a, a girl who keeps it keeps it tight and then doesn't mind a dirty sense of humor just just really stupid dumb like chad shit or super like sex super sexist shit or like or something along the lines of uh you can't be uh can't have um doing like monkey like ape arms because this is how i think that they shock <laughs> so you can't uh you, you know uh oh God, fuck i just had it it just left my brain brain train derailed that's what I'm it do dumb it's it is what it do it's just dumb shit yeah and you see for me it's like the whole online dating thing it's kind of one of those you know joking moments that i have with josie it's like don't ever leave me i'm gonna die lonely and 
Uh, because no, you won't, Danny. Because if if Josie leaves, that means Bree's left. So we'll move in together. We'll do we'll do like the odd couple kind of thing. But we'll spoon at night. Okay, okay. So long as there's promise of spooning, we're who's the okay. big spoon um, and who's the little spoon? Oh, I'm do you little rotate? spoon. Clearly. But you were again, gonna get it, you bitch. Danny, when uh, with me, you're the little spoon. Just just to let you know. Yes. I'm okay <laughs> with that. Left. Also, also with you, Samantha, he's the bottom. So true, true. I top all the way, man. I'm not gonna say I'm again it. <laughs> well, you know what? I think that we can rotate. I'm good with that. Cool. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna she love this now. conversation <laughs> as. Uh, but once she's got that here. that bridle in your mouth, <laughs> and the riding crop, she's not giving you top. That well, you know, those you're gonna be you her earn pony. It. Okay, <laughs> okay. You gotta. That earn it. is the name of the podcast. You gotta earn it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> we should actually like check the streak. And keep a tally. Oh, go back and listen to all this shit for the last hundred and plus. No, episodes? just read the titles and and figure out. Actually, that would be maybe we should do that next week. You, go through the titles and see if we can remember who came up with the title. You did talk about doing that. That you would put like and make it like a game. I really have enjoyed it when we play games on this show. The problem is that is one we did a couple weeks remember, ago. You have oh, yeah. to listen to the whole episode to find out who actually did it. No one wants to do that. That's, that's why we should write. You know what? We that's don't do we that. Over, that's something we turn over to the fan club. Seriously. Looking at you, Drew. Drew. Looking at you. You're on point, homie. Hi, Drew. <laughs> he just bookmarked in his pants that's right there. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So like I was saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> A bookmark was sticky. <laughs> if it ain't, you're doing it wrong. That's oh, true. It's Very all sticky. <laughs> Fucking yeah, if it's fluffy, priceless. then you have a problem. <laughs> uh, okay, kids. I think it's about time we wrap this shit up. Oh. Samantha, do you want to give a Patreon plea? <clears throat> dun dun. Mute your shit. Let her speak. Hi, my name is Samantha, and I'm your top for today. Here to give you something to remember. Why don't you head on to patreon.com and whip that slash in for not another Patreon. Spank yourself with one, two, or three dollar donations and get yourself off with some amazing rewards. Don't forget, that's patreon.com slash not another Patreon. Okay, I need to call <laughs> myself off. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if that made any sense, but whatever. That was good for I'm me. isolating that and I'm playing that back later over and over and over. Make sure over. you get the video. We'll put we'll put it on like our stories and shit. 
<laughs> Make sure nobody's bothering me while I'm cleaning my room. Whip that slash. <laughs> I go brush my teeth. Might take a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotta clean up a little bit. A little bit. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Hopefully, we'll get Bryce next week. Uh, hopefully, Jim, too. Uh, can't wait to hear what's been going on with him. Uh, until then, have a great week. Do something kind for yourself or just don't and be for an someone asshole. else. And we'll talk yeah. to you all next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. There are so many places for you to find us outside of www.notanotherpodcast.com. For instance, you can find us on Facebook at Not Another Podcast. You can also find us on Tumblr at www.notanotherpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also find me, Samantha Stark, on Twitter at SamanthaStark3. And you can find James on Twitter as well under James Spooky, spelled with an I-E, not a Y. And you wanted it, you asked for it, you got it. You can also find us now on iTunes under, you guessed it, Not Another Podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out, Not Another Podcasters.